Welcome back, everybody. This is episode 24. Shout out Kobe Bryant. Rest in peace. Episode 24 of Peaked in College. Um, had another long hiatus, but we're back. Uh, you know, we're never going to give up on this podcast. We're never going to give up on each other. Uh, so, Craig, thanks for coming back and, and not giving up on me. Yeah, it's good to be back. Thanks uh, for all our loyal listeners for not giving up on us. I think just uh, a long summer break is just the new norm. But uh, we can we can work to fix that. Yeah, I mean, I feel like at some point people will probably get sick of hearing us talk. So having like two months off between each episode is almost refreshing for the folks out there listening that they can say, you know, we had a good a good vacation away from these two guys. We can tune back in and, and see what they've been up to. Exactly. Yeah, maybe maybe it's actually good. Yeah, yeah, maybe it's a good thing. But uh, speaking of what we've been up to, uh, haven't been up to much. Uh, we are moving. Uh, Jackie and I are going to move here soon, so you can see the boxes in the background. Probably this is this room is a complete pigsty right now. So uh, my studio is all screwed up, uh, but we are getting a new apartment here soon. Uh, what's been up with you guys? Well, first of all, I'm excited for for you, David, to become a little bit more negative. You've been pretty positive past few shows so like you going through a move is going to be good just for vibes just for you to get a little yeah. grouchy yeah it's That'll great for impressed. it's great for my mood and my depression for me to be going through another move because if you've been listening to this podcast if you are one of those loyal listeners that craig mentioned earlier you know how much i hate moving <laughs> moving is the absolute worst thing on planet earth i'm not going to spend a bunch of time bitching about it this episode because you can watch the old ones to listen to, to my feelings or you can moving. you can tune in next episode to yeah hear about david you can about moving. tune in next episode to the in my new studio just to hear about how the move went but it's going to be chaotic it's going to be a disaster i already know so maybe if i just expect that to happen it'll be better than expected i like it i like it so are you but, all uh, moved settled in your new place because yeah. you just had a move speaking of that yeah, I, I'm I'm in the midst of a move, um, so this sucks. <laughs> does moving to like a permanent place does that really ever even end? Anyways, like it feels like you're never fully moved in, does it? Yeah, I we're, I feel like we're really close. I mean, we've been doing a lot of like paint, like so. I do feel like we're like fully moved in. We have like a storage unit though, like in our basement, which really helps. So we haven't. That's like not super organized, but once we get some new like bins, that will be. Um, so then it'll feel more for feel more settled. Um, but right now, dude, it's just, there's just boxes and painting and everything everywhere. Yeah. Painting. that's always like a big pain in the ass too. Like, yeah. Uh, and paint can't be cheap. Like how many, uh, so in order to paint the room that you're in now, is that like one can of paint? Is it two cans of paint? Maybe like a gallon. So a gallon, yeah, it's not cheap. A, a can. Yeah. Yeah, that's not cheap. I mean, uh, especially that's by the high cheap. quality products. And don't don't you have to like double layer it or you have to do primer first or something? We so we did primer when it was like a dark color we were painting over, but like there was some like tan colors that we were painting over and we'd go in like a, to a gray. So we didn't have to like do like a primer on that. That's um, nice. Yeah. Because like so, double I don't, I don't know. Primer's cheaper. So when is... you can use primer, it's good. But it, I don't know. It, honestly, it's not the worst until you start doing like the detail work that's like the trim doors like the actual walls completely fine yeah but when there's weird edges and stuff that's when it sucks that'd be a good job job distribution for you and sophia is like you get out the big stick with the big roller just roll your ass off until all the walls are covered and then she gets the little paintbrush and does all the trimmings in all the corners no dude, that's the worst though is she's so she's so short that she can only reach half of the wall uh. so like she does as much as she can and it's still like less than half, you know, yeah, like, true, like she's yeah. trying, but like we, we even bought like a, you know, a stepping stool for painting and it just. No, she needs a so stepping, she needs a ladder, not a stepping stool. Like, and it's also, dude, I'm going to sound old now, but this is like, it hurts my back to like paint the ceilings. Like you're putting like a lot of weird pressure, like above your head. It's, it, it sucks. It sucks. I could but, see that. Yeah. Are you painting the ceilings too? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yikes have you damaged any of your uh your clothing or shoes that you like or have you been smart and wore like crappy stuff i wore stuff that i was willing to get like rid of and throw away so um nice no no bad uh no bad accidents there no clothes were harmed in the making of this condo exactly that's good do you have to like fix anything or like you know like uh build rebuild anything or uh do any sort of handiwork i'm doing some some caulking or some um, you know, so going over like 
I don't even know what the what caulk is, but it's some kind of substance over like our bathroom subs, you know, surfaces. Yeah. Um, the the one thing that did take a lot of work and shout out my parents for helping out with this, but our balcony. So we have a metal balcony that's private, um, and it was pretty rusty. Like they had a kind of like a um, like an outdoor uh, rug that had like led to some some rust, and so. We had to like scrub it all down and like sand the rust off and then like painted that. Um, and so that was a lot of work. And that was like when it was like bad air quality in, in Chicago, there's like the fires in Canada. And so I'm like spending like hours outside oh, just inhaling that and like yeah. paint. Just um, trashing your, now you get the lungs of somebody who's smoked a pack a day for the past 20 yeah, years. Yeah. And I already have asthma. So that's great. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah. That's the last um, need is that, that air quality. But, but that's like the, like I'd say like the worst part um, other than that. And painting's like rewarding. It looks good. So. Do you know how to be handy? Like, do you know how to fix stuff if need be? No, my, uh, I'm not super, super handy. I'd, I'd say not naturally. And my dad, this isn't like a dig on him, but he didn't like teach me a ton. Yeah. But I my will say that way. like he, he would rather just do it himself. Like he, he's a handyman, but he like didn't want to teach, teach me. Um, so I just look up videos. So, well, that's Tell good that he was handy. Like yeah. I mean, my dad, my dad had the ambition. He always like went out and tries to do stuff, which I, I have to admire as a son, you know, I mean, he's, he doesn't want to hire anybody if he doesn't have to, which I respect, but I don't think he really knew what he was doing most of the time. And he definitely couldn't teach me because, you know, in order for you to teach someone something, you have to know really well how to do it. Um, so, you know, I can't blame him like, like messing things up. No, I can't really remember anything he's messed up, but uh, I do. I just vividly remember him always trying to like take care of like wasp nests and stuff, and that's always sketchy, oh, you know. But I saw that, that. That sounds terrible. That's that's next level. I would not do that. Yeah, we always uh, had that. We always had like bad wasp nests in the corner and stuff, and you just get out this like wasp spray and like that wasp spray is powerful though. You can you can basically stand stand like twenty yards away and just power spray those wasps, but the, some of them, you know, the strong ones, it's rival of the fittest. Some of them get out of that foam and they're coming straight for you. So, this podcast uh, brought to you by save the bees.com. Yeah. Yeah. No, screw bees. But uh, no, bees are good. Hornets are bad. Wow. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's fair. That's fair. But bees are good. Bumblebees are good. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Alex Alba. But um, speaking of that, I just saw this video on uh, Instagram Reels. They uh, apparently you can like get a full education from TikTok and Instagram Reels. So this person had this like mason jar of gasoline and they held the gasoline. So it's probably about a third of the way full. Holds a thing of gasoline and like plugs it over the wasp's nest, and the wasps just like start falling down from the nest into the gasoline, and so they just die. I don't know. I don't know if it's the fumes. It must be the fumes. They're in like an entrapped area with the gasoline fumes, and they just die. So like, if you're out there listening and you don't want to get, you know, you don't want those wasp nests to take over, fill up a little jar of gasoline. And get close enough to put it above and trap them in there. But just be careful because you have to get much closer than with that spray. So, so Tom, maybe We're don't gonna get sued that. over this content for Dad, sure. Someone's either going to blow that. their house up or get stung by a million hornets or wasps. <laughs> yeah, if you're allergic, I don't recommend. Uh, and and you know, really, I don't. Uh, I I can't be uh, legally held accountable for anything bad that happens to you. But it's just something that I saw that you could give a shot. Give it a shot. Smart, smart. Shout out TikTok. Yeah, so if you guys on your nice new like uh, uh, rust-free patio, if you have some some wasp nest developing, just keep that in mind, okay? We, but also, like, if you don't have a house, like I live in an apartment, right? Like I don't have gasoline just like sitting around. Like I don't have right, right, right. with like a weed whacker and a mower and like shit that I would need gas for. But like most homeowners should have it. But like I can't. I could just walk down to Casey's or High V and like grab a mason jar and fill up like 25 cents worth of gas i guess but like that seems pretty sketchy <laughs> that's actually a funny funny or like a funny thought like have you ever gone and filled up something other than your car with gas at the gas station me personally no but i've been with uh like buddies who've had to fill up like a gas uh tank like one of those red like yeah for like boats for what? or like jet skis oh, or boats. Yeah. lawnmowers or i also sense. never realized like I always thought growing up, just because my dad always did that stuff, like mowing the lawn and stuff and weed whacking, you don't just use like regular like car gas. 
I didn't realize that. Like maybe people out there probably watching, like listening to this, saying like David's David's a moron. But like <laughs> when I like lived with my grandma, like and I had to mow her lawn and like weed whack, I like had to like look up like a bunch of YouTube videos and like Google it to make sure I was like putting the right shit in there because I know my grandpa would be pissed in heaven if I like messed up his weed whacker by putting like diesel fuel in his weed whacker or something <laughs> or like super YouTube lawnmower, you know. Yeah, shout out I will YouTube. say that that's one thing that's improved a lot in the last five years is like when you Google something stupid. Like I remember being in third grade and they're like, don't Google. How do I do this? Like use buzzwords and keywords. Now you can Google whatever you want. The search engines are pretty good. But like if you Google like how do I fill up my weed whacker with gas, a YouTube video cut to like the right second will start. And like it's, it's gotten a lot better. Yeah, it has. It has gotten better. And I think uh... – there's a couple generous people out there that have like created these YouTube pages of like helping guys like us figure things like that out. You know, I think it's incredible that like people can find, like I was talking to one of my coworkers and he, he asked me to come over to like help him lift like his dryer back onto his washer. Cause he like stacks them. He had to lift the dryer off originally to like fix something in it. And I like asked him, I'm like, like while we're lifting, I'm like, how'd you even know how to fix this? Like, where'd you learn how to fix this? Like, samsung dryer and he was just like i just youtube like the make and model and like some guy had a video doing the exact thing that i needed to do and i was like damn like what are the odds of that you know yeah <laughs> but that could be easily like that should be with with the income that you can make off youtube like not us because we get like 20 views each video but like if the income you could make off sponsorships and things like that like uh and views people could make a living off of like creating like how-to videos yeah for sure like business idea and since we don't have many listeners, no one really important is going to listen to this. But business idea for like Walmart, Home Depot, Lowe's, like get a guy that goes through your appliance section or whatever and just like shows people how to fix certain broken parts. You could put like – I guess you'd be putting like the uh, the the small man or the middle man out of business probably by taking away like, you know, call Mike if your stuff breaks down type of thing. Yeah. No, I like that. Mike Speaking, would be unemployed. Uh, walking we, the streets we, didn't, homeless. we didn't talk pre pre-show about doing doing this but do you want to do like a top three like home improvement stores i'm just really curious what what you would say <laughs> yeah sure why not you want to do it right now yeah let's do it right now okay you have to go first though so you can go in whatever order you want but uh top three home improvement stores okay go okay. ahead um i'm gonna come in at number three and this is pretty generic but I think it's fair. I've lived at a couple different places recently in the past three years, and there's always been just a mom and pop hardware store that's like a block away from me. And those places have come in clutch. Definitely a little bit more expensive, which is fine. But just being able to walk a block and pick up something that I know I need has been good. So I'm going to say that for number three. And they survived COVID? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Yeah, they did. Yes. Hey, shout out small. One businesses. of them I went there a lot during COVID. So yeah, we support small business. That's good. That's good. Uh, so mom and pop's generic answer there. Uh, I'll I'll come in and clock in at my number three and say uh, Ace. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. Is that what that last word is? Place. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware. What? Yeah, I, I don't know. It's been a while <laughs> since I've seen the TV. Right, yeah, but Ace. Ace Hardware. Shout out Ace. I do have a story about Ace once. We went there once to. Uh, it was actually me and an ex-girlfriend. Uh, I won't name any names, but we went to Ace Hardware to pick up something. Mm-hmm. It was like a piece of something that we needed or like a tool or whatever. And we went to the cash register. We're the only people in the whole building. It was the Ace Hardware on Ingersoll. Um, and uh, they were like, do you want to sign up for like an Ace Hardware membership card? And then uh, my ex-significant other was like, no, I will never be back to Ace Hardware. And, like, she didn't have any, like, beef with Ace Hardware. But, like, it came off no. so bad. And the poor Ace Hardware worker was just devastated. So, then, like, we laughed about it afterwards. But, like, I felt bad for, like, that little high school kid, you know? That's hilarious. No. Yeah. Oh. And then she felt terrible, too, when I like she when she realized, like, how bad it sounded. No, I want to know who this is. Yeah. So, there's that story. But that's all I got for Ace Hardware. Coming in okay. at number three. For my number two, I've got Menards, just to say big money. Um, Solid. We answer. always did some Black Friday shopping there too, and then I just for I don't what? Go there a lot. Shovels. I, I don't know, man. They, they they have like TVs and random like stuff. Actually, yeah. Actually, Menards has everything. Yeah, um, and they have like good candy too. Um, but I 
I haven't been in Menards a lot as an adult, but like their whole like mail-in rebate thing, like just makes you feel old. Like if you're going to send in a mail-in rebate, like you feel like you're like a handyman, right? Yeah, I feel like I, I think we've talked about this once at one episode with uh, Nicole Melby with like mail and rebates for <laughs> for seltzers or something. <laughs> but have you ever done a, have you ever done a mail and rebate now that we're like two years after that episode? Not with alcohol. I have with Menard stuff. <laughs> is it like I think it's because I had to prove like this is this is like part of me like becoming a man is like going to Menards and, and sending in a mail and rebate. Yeah, sending in your first mail and rebate is like really like kind of like uh, the first step to to growing yeah. up it's like you you are it's your first step to becoming an old grumpy man where you <laughs> need to get whatever rebate it is you need to get whatever deal whatever money cash back you can get out of the deal but like man it takes effort to do mail on rebates i like the, i like the instant sales instant yeah. discount at the register that's what kind of guy i am i agree it's not worth it. I'm probably not doing any more mail-in rebates, so I'm probably failing as a as a future man. But oh well. Um, this is tough. There's this a, is tough. There's not that many hardware stories. This is a lot harder than I realized. <laughs> there's a couple good options left. You're at the advantage here because you got one choice left. I have two. Um, I'm gonna just gonna take this one just because I don't want to lose it to you. Uh, but I'm afraid it was it's more of a one than two for me. But I'm gonna go lows. <laughs> Let's I'm a go, Lowe's guy. Let's go. I know what you're going to take is your number one, and that sucks that I missed out on it, but I'm going to go Lowe's. I'm a, I'm a Lowe's guy. Uh, you know, I just, I like the vibes, the ambiance when you walk in, the warehouse feel. I mean, I know they all kind of have a warehouse feel, but shout out Lowe's. I like the blue. I like the color. Um, we just went to Lowe's to get a, to get, to get a screw the other day. Great experience. Uh, shout out Lowe's. I'm so glad that you said Lowe's because that's not my number one. Yeah, I know what your number one is. Everybody listening knows what your number one is, but go ahead and say it. Home Depot is that? Yeah, Home Depot. Okay, and that's only because I actually haven't had like the best experience at Home Depot, but it's just close to me and it's easy and they have everything I need. Um, and when I really need something, I can find someone to help me. So I, yeah, I'm, I'm. That's like a week one, but that's where I've been doing. That's where I've been buying the paint and buying like new closet shelves and stuff like that. So yeah, I kind of feel basic for like you and I saying Home Depot and Lowe's. Like we should have a, a yeah fast knowledge but i'm glad you said uh, mom and pops is your number three um all right my number one i will say uh the brothers blaine and mills uh so blaine's farm and fleet or mills fleet farm i believe they're brothers and they eventually split up (laughs) and then they went their separate ways and created their own so there's mills uh, fleet farm and blaine's farm and fleet so i'm going to combine them both and that's gonna be my number one the brothers okay I've never been, but that that sounds like a great yeah, number one. I think it's a Wisconsin thing, but kind of like a Menards, uh, but you know, good ambiance all around. You walk in, you feel the the family ties and the and the vibes, and the the workers are always nice. It feels like it's a family owned company, uh, even though there's a bitter rivalry between the brothers. You don't feel that tension as you walk in. They're probably like drinking spotted cow in the back. They could be, yeah. They could be, uh, you know, just cheersing spotted cows, saying that oh, we got them. We thought that talking about Jordan Love. That, yeah, we told them that we we're fighting, but we got them. You know, now they're just they're picking a side, but really they're supporting us both. And I'm one of those suckers. Yeah. Do they have those out in Nebraska? No, not in Nebraska. I don't think. I think they're yeah. building one though. To be honest, okay. that's exciting for you. I don't know if Mills is coming or Blaine is coming, but one of the brothers is coming out here. So I'm sure the other brother will follow shortly. I like it. Well, thank you for for uh, entertaining me I, with that impromptu uh, top three. Yeah, yeah, that was good. I'm glad you brought it up. It was a good uh, middle of the episode top three today. We don't usually we usually put it at the end, but hey, we're just keeping all the listeners on their toes. You know, we we've had a exactly. couple months off. Maybe we're switching things up. You don't know. Like you're gonna you're gonna have to listen to episode 25 to see what's going on. <laughs> right. Maybe we'll start off with it. Yeah, but the Kobe Bryant episode, anything's possible. Right. Even though it's Kevin Garnett quote. One, uh, I, yeah, shout out KG and Kobe. One thing that I've seen on TikTok, people doing a little bit is doing like a top five. Like I, I, I say a thing, a category, uh, like a, a name or something and you, and you rank it, but without knowing what's following. Um, and we'll have to do that sometime. Cause that's, that's kind of fun when you have to think about like, oh, like this guy's not my number one, but I don't know what's coming after this. So do I put him at number two? Do I put him at number three? Yeah. Like a um, draft. Yeah. But, but. You don't know what I'm going to say. Well, I don't know what you're going to say every time we do top okay, so, three today. 
You know what I'm saying? Like every time it's a risk every time we do it, but I just think it's worked so well for you and I, because we're so polar opposite from each other. Our minds are never really firing on the same cylinders. Yeah. So, yeah. Lowe's, Lowe's was not even top 10 on mine. I can't even name 10 other stores, but Lowe's was not on it. Yeah. See that that's the good, that's a healthy relationship where we don't really uh, take each other's choices. Yeah. I feel like no matter what it is, you know, pizza toppings, appetizers, we just use <laughs> We have a good feeling about what the other's gonna pick. Super, I remember Super Super Bowl snacks, and we like could not disagree more. Like, yeah, usually that's how it goes. Usually we're like on opposite ends yeah. of the spectrum. Maybe like yeah. cheap beers, we were close to each other, but yeah. Well, I, I pissed your dad off with that one. I think I said Carlsberg, and that was like. Yeah, you said something like on the more expensive side. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went to the speaking of cheap beer. Uh, I really like Rolling Rock, and I get a lot of flack for that. But I went to this. Uh, I was at uh, damn, I don't even remember what event. Oh yeah, I was at Jethro's. I thought I was at a wedding, but I was I was at Jethro's before a wedding. And uh, waitress comes over, a nice waitress. She's just like, hey, you know, what can I get you guys a drink? I was like, do you guys have Rolling Rock? Because it was just like the first thing that I thought of that sounded really good in the moment. And it's not really like socially acceptable to drink like any Bud Light products right now. So I was like, can I get a Rolling Rock? And she looked at me like she had never heard of Rolling Rock in her life. And it's and then I realized in that moment, like it's possible that she hasn't. Because like she was probably like twenty-one or twenty-two. Rolling rock, really, you don't see a lot of it like in college or in high school or anything. Like Which is weird because it's like pretty cheap, right? I mean, I haven't bought like a case, but uh, I mean Yeah, I've bought a case. Yeah, it's like on the cheaper end. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know what people's beef with it is like what like what's your beef with Rolling Rock? Do you have one? I don't. I've actually had a good experience with the Rolling Rock. Um, I went on a spring break trip once with some buddies, and we uh, we weren't quite 21, but um, allegedly we, we weren't. Yeah, well, allegedly, um, and we were just having a great trip, and we weren't doing anything like heinous or anything. And we're staying at my friend's grandparents, and like the last night, we just were like, "Hey, like, can we go have some pizza and like have a have a beer by the sun? You know, watch the sunset." And the grandpa was like, yeah, like you, I would be mad if you didn't have a beer with pizza. And he, and he gave us a rolling rock. Um, so that's what a guy I've ever had it. What a guy. Yeah. And now yeah. you have that great memory of rolling rock. Yeah. I don't know why I haven't yeah. bought it more. It was, it was fine. Unless it was like abysmal tasting. Like you're always going to have a good memory of rolling rock because of that great moment you had drinking it. Exactly. So like I'm my go mom, to and ask my mom rock. likes rolling rock. So I have like always this like subconscious connection of me and my mother when i drink rolling rock you know it like makes me feel closer to her so uh but jethro's in uh coralville does not have rolling rock nor have their bartenders ever heard of it so i immediately audibled and ordered a coors light and the mountains were blue so shout out jethro's good good yeah sometimes you got to be ready you got to be ready to call the audible (laughs) there's nothing worse than someone that like wants something and then when something like doesn't go that way they are completely rattled and flustered. You know, does that happen with anybody that you go to restaurants with or a bar too? Like, they're like, oh, I want the chicken strips. And they're like, oh, sir, we just ran out of the chicken strips. And you would think that they, you told them that they're both their grandparents and parents were in a car accident simultaneously. Sophie's a little bit this way in that it's not that she has her mind set on something. Like she's, I'd say like, she's definitely foodie in that she's, she loves trying new foods. She's not picky at all. But she's so bad at ordering in that like she looks at the menu and just doesn't think about it. And then until they come around and she's like, Oh, I'll go last. Oh, and all of a sudden it's her off. turn. <laughs> and she'll say like, she just like randomly picks like the seventh thing on the menu and just get, is so flustered because like, then she's like, Oh no, that, that's not what I wanted. Like, but it's like, just like figure it out, you know? <laughs> so it's, yeah. she, she's a queen of panic ordering. So. Oh, that would piss me off, dude. I don't know how you put it, like that, but, uh, <laughs> I guess speaking of my mom too, she is like the worst orderer ever, dude. And she'll like, she'll look at the menu, not like Sophia. She'll look and she'll think, and she will think for, for, for minutes, for hours trying to figure out what to get. And then no matter what happens, no matter what, how much time has elapsed when the waiter or waitress comes up to ask, she is rattled to her core. So like, ladies and gentlemen, just look at the menu, pick something. You can always come back and get something different. Just Pick something and stay confident in it and do it. Great advice from David Wood. You yeah. should be like a commencement speaker after that. 
You think I should be? You think I'd be a good commencement speaker? I feel like I'm too bitter to be a commencement speaker. Like I would just stand up there and just be like, "Drake University students, you made it. You graduated, and that's pretty much it. You're gonna work well, until you die. Order your food, and you can always go back. Yeah, you can always return to the restaurant. Make sure you have a backup plan, and uh, yeah, have fun working until you die. Thank you for having My me. My brother was telling me about the Drake commencement speaker this year, and apparently he spoke for like 30 minutes, and it was just terrible. It's usually terrible. Like, I mean, that's a long time to speak. Like, holy smokes. It's usually, I can say this now because I have my diploma and everything. Yeah, President, you, you President, Martin, President Martin is the worst commencement speaker. He always tells a stupid story that doesn't apply to anything. I've been to like four graduations, and he is the worst. You know, nice guy, I'm sure, but... That dude drove me nuts when he would get up there and talk. You know those people that just love to hear their own voice? You know, he's one of those. Yeah. yeah. I, I like Marty, but so shout out Marty and, uh, and his wife, Laura, but that's yeah. okay. Of course you like Marty. But I was kind of anti-Marty the whole time throughout college. So that, when he got up fair. there and started rambling, I just knew we were in for it, and certainly we were in for it. Yeah. That's did right. I you, did I ever tell you about, uh, like, my, uh, my usage of Poshmark lately? No. The last episode. Oh yeah, what were you been buying stuff on? It's, it's yeah. like the used site, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I got I bought this raise hat the other day, and it was uh this was like one of the first times I've had a negative experience. So it came, you know, it's brand new. It's got the tag. I would never buy like a hat that's used, right? That's weird. Well, this thing came, and then I swear to God, it's like the size for like a youth or a toddler. Like, so this is what fits. Look at the amount of snaps I have on there. <laughs> it's like the last snap. To fit on my head okay so look how dumb that looks and then i put it on when i put it on for the first time i was like that's as far as it goes look at how far it goes down my head is it is, that has to be a youth hat right it looks like you a yama- big head it looks like a yamaka on my head that's how far down it goes on my head but yeah i think it's a youth hat so i like complained but doesn't get you anywhere on that app so, so not gonna get any money back. if anybody's looking for tampa bay rays black hat for their child Hit me up, please. I'll sell it to you for a discounted rate just to get some of my money back. But it's not all sunshine and rainbows on that app. I just realized that. It's not all sunshine and rays on that app. Um, you're wearing a lot of Ray stuff. You've got the jersey in the background. you got the, the quarter zip. How are you feeling about the season? I feel great about the season. They, uh, they have the best record in the American League. Um, they did have the best record in the MLB for a long time, but they lost a couple games, uh, like probably seven of the last ten. So they're on a cold streak, but it, you know they had the All Star break. It's gonna be it's great timing for them. They needed it. Uh, you know they got still got the best record in the American League. They're leading the American League East. Uh, they are traveling to Kansas City to play the Kansas City Royals, or as some people might call it, the Kansas Shitty Royals. They are the second worst team in the Major League Baseball. Uh, so I'm gonna drive down to Kansas City and watch the Rays hopefully dominate the Royals uh, this weekend. So. I got the Rays jersey up here just for the vibes. I got the Rays uh, quarter zip on. I tried to buy the Rays hat for this weekend, but that's clearly not going to work. So uh, that's where I'm at emotionally. Well, good luck. That's exciting. I had no idea that the Rays were even a top five team. I <laughs> I need to do a better job of following baseball, but I had no idea. Yeah. That, so that's bottom bottom five in overall budget uh, and payroll that's and cool. best. Best record in the American League. So pretty impressive the way that they get things done uh, with the little resources that they have. Yeah. Have you been to any that. Cubs games? We were going to go on the Sunday before the 4th just because we were off and it was like the one weekend. We have one other weekend through the end of mid-October where we're in Chicago with like no plans. Um, so we were hoping to go, but it rained like pouring rain all day. Um, and got delayed a ton. We didn't, we didn't buy tickets. We were just going to buy tickets like after the start of the game and just get them as cheap as we could. Cause we live like a quarter mile from the stadium. So we we're just going to be like, Oh, like someone, you know, someone's going to be desperate to sell and we'll just buy them cheap. Um, but it was pouring all night. So we didn't go. Would you buy um, tickets from a scalper? No, just online. Like people are trying to sell, like, I, I and I guess I've never done it, but I've heard from friends who, who've done it before that, like, if you, People are trying to sell their tickets online, you know, after the first inning. I think they can sell them through like the third. Um, that's when they have to like can't sell them anymore. So I think if, if it's in the first or second inning, they're like really trying to sell them because they can't get anything else. So sure. That's because we live so close. And, and 
yeah. And so like, because we don't, you know, if I miss an inning or two, I'd say it's, it's okay. Um, clearly I'm not a huge baseball fan. So have you guys done like the bar scene in regular yet? A little bit, but again, we've just been so busy since we've like moved up closer to Wrigley. Like it's just, we were going to go one night, um, earlier this week and just get a drink on like a rooftop bar and it was raining. Like it's just been really wet and rainy here. Um, and we've just been busy. So yeah, we've done a couple bar crawls and stuff, but I kind of hate those. So yeah. Pro pro tip. When I was trying to plan my brother's bachelor party, which he ended up refusing to do, uh, I was looking, he's a Cubs fan. So I was looking at, yeah. they have like those buildings behind the outfield. Yeah. And, those are like, fun. The rooftop tickets for like a yeah. hundred bucks, 125 bucks. And it's like, all oh, you can eat and drink. Yeah. I, so actually that's a, that's a good, a good thing. I, I actually did go to one of those with, it was, I had a work conference in town nice. um, and we did one of those and it was against the Cardinals, which is a big rivalry. Um, so I didn't go to that, but it, you know, it was more about the networking and, and food and drink. So that was yeah. Time. And well, that's kind of tough though. Cause you can't get like shit face hammered if you're at like a work event. You no. Know? Yeah. It, that, that, yeah. It, but it, it was good to just mingle and, you know, get to watch some baseball. And I, uh, I have some friends that are Cardinals fans. So talk some smack to them. Yeah. Cardinals suck this year, dude. Yeah. I know you haven't followed yeah. baseball, but they're abysmal. I, I, I knew that <laughs> they were struggling because I hear about that. Yeah. They're bad. But I love baseball. I think this is the best time of year. I love watching baseball. I'm excited for football season, obviously, and we'll talk about that when it gets closer. But I love baseball. I love the vibes of baseball. I love going to baseball games. We have the Kansas City Royals AAA team here in Omaha. So I've been to a couple of those games, the Storm Chasers. It's fun. Do they do like dollar dog night or anything like that? Uh, They have $2 nights on Thursdays. So I went to one of those. Yeah, inflation. I know. Just last season, it was dollar. This year, it's $2. So you can go up, you can get like $2 uh, beers, $2 hot dogs. Um, So basically we went to that like a month ago, me and a couple coworkers and that was fun. You know, you have a few beers and, you know, Jackie was kind enough to DD for me. So I had a good time. Awesome. Yeah. But when I go to Kansas city for this Royals Rays game, I'm sure every beer is going to be like $18. (laughs) Yeah. I guess like 13. Yeah. Cause like, I remember like when I went to the Rays game with Nate, like two years ago in Florida, I took him to the trop and uh, I bought the tickets and then like, he still owed me and the tickets were like 60, 50, 60 bucks a piece or whatever, you know? And, uh, he was like, well, I'll just start paying for beers. And then, you know, whatever I owe you at the end, I'll owe you at the end. And I'm like, all right, cool. Well, I ended up like owing him because that's how expensive the beers were. <laughs> like, yeah, like three beers. Yeah, we had like two or three beers each and it was like 15 bucks a beer. It was outrageous. This is a, go ahead. No, are you changing the subject? Oh, well, it's kind of a, it's, it's a very related topic. It's a grinds my gears. Okay, let me tell mine real quick. So there is this new thing at the Rays Stadium that uh, I haven't been there since it opened, but they they put like a bunch of cameras above the beer section. So instead of like waiting in line at concession stands, you like scan your credit card when you walk in or something, and then you walk through like turntables, kind of like a train station or whatever, and you go grab like whatever drinks you want out of the fridge. I think it's like a two beer limit at a per time or whatever, yeah. uh, like most stadiums. But then you just walk out like you don't have an interaction with anyone. You don't cool. pay anyone like the cameras like process what you took out. It's crazy. That's pretty sweet. That's really cool. Yeah. Where, where was that? At tro- uh, Tropicana Field, the Rays Stadium. Okay, okay. that's, that's yeah. pretty sweet. All right. What were you going to say? What's your grinds my gears? I, so there's a musical artist that I love and I've loved for a long time. So no, no, well, I, no, no, I'm, I'm very like neutral about Taylor Swift. Um, let's just say I was excited to not go to that concert, but, uh, anyways, his name is Noah Khan. He's not super, he's, he's, I think his album's like top three or four in the charts right now. Um, so he's not like, you know, he's not T-Swift big. This is like his first big hit, but like, I've been a fan of his for since like last October. That's good. Um, and he, he had, before that he had done some collabs. He had a couple albums that like had some good songs, but I, I've like listened to him for a couple of years now and then like became really invested like eight months ago. And he just released this new album and like got big. And I was like, Oh, like he's coming to Chicago. I want to like go see him. I've been a fan of his for a long time. And again, he is like, not, you, you've never even heard of him. I'm sure. Um, and most of our listeners probably haven't either. Guess how much tickets were? Two fifty. 300 bucks oh and i even like, got in, like the pre-sale lobbies and like miss out i'm like pre- like 
for what they were selling, he was selling them for like 40 bucks. I'm like, I'm not like, like my favorite artist, I can't go see for like 300 bucks. Like, I'm not going to pay 300 bucks. Like, that's absurd. No. So, was it the middleman that was spiking them up so bad? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like a smaller theater. So, it's like, I may go, like, you know, we're, we're going to try and get them the night of. And, you know, it's, I'd pay like, I mean, it's expensive too because like me and Sophia would go. We have two other friends that are trying to go. Um, and so, like, well, I'll monitor it, but like, I don't know if we each want to spend like 200 bucks, you know? Yeah. That's where I so was just, like, they had, uh, I went to a Luke Combs concert in the fall and I went with this girl, Bailey from my high school. Shout out Bailey. She got the tickets, set everything up, yep. made it, made it super easy for me. We went to the Luke Combs concert with like a bunch of her friends, Jackie and I had a great time. I asked her like what I owed her. I think she definitely lied about what the price was like, cause she just like wanted us to go and like wanted us to have a good time. I think she lied about how much the tickets cost. Like, like told me way less than what she actually probably paid. And so like, we got like this crazy deal on him. And then long story short, he was going to Kansas city to play at Arrowhead uh, again. And I love Luke Holmes. So it was a great concert. And like, I would go see him again, but like Jackie's family was going cause her sister and fiance live in Kansas city, but the tickets were like two fifty a piece. And so I was just like, I don't really want to spend two fifty a piece for like someone that we just kind of saw like a few months ago. So like right. we kind of backed out and Jackie had to work anyways, but like, I don't know if I would have wanted to go, but like the point is it's so expensive to go to any sort of concert. Like, yeah. And it'll be one thing too. If like, if, if I knew all that money was going to like my favorite artist, I'd feel, I feel a little different about like, yeah, I, like I still directly to them. But if so, it's like, like, yeah, like, hell yeah. Like this is my, like this guy I listen to two hours a day. I, I don't, but like, you know, like I, digest a lot of his you know content i'm okay with that going towards like him but it's like it's not like he's getting 30 bucks from this like this isn't yeah. worth it yeah i know it's, it's really crazy to look at that like how it's been like inflated with the prices like i was looking at i get like emails from like StubHub and stuff and seeky because i've just like bought stuff through them before to go to like a game and they'll send me like advertisements for like things in omaha and it's like there's this one comedian who i've seen on like instagram reels or like maybe twitter and like he's like a younger guy who's like blowing up a little bit i don't remember his matt name rife? but yeah 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 that's his name True. was it matt rife He's insane. Yeah. So it said like the tickets, like the cheapest tickets. It said tickets starting at like four hundred and fifty dollars. Dude, he he is like the hottest thing, right? Like that's a like. That's I don't give a shit how hot. I don't care if you're on fire. That's how hot you are. That is the dumbest shit I've ever heard. And like the Taylor Swift tickets, like I'm seeing like they're going for like a minimum of like five hundred to a thousand dollars. I'm like, Dude. what are you doing? Like, why are people going to this stuff? In the whole like T Swift thing, like I get it that's absurd amount of money to do get to spend on anyone but like t swift is at least like no do not validate no 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 stuff, but, no no, no. I, i'm just saying comparing matt rife how absurd matt rife yeah is right now. matt, matt rife, rife was a comedian swift. for 11 years before he got famous on tiktok like he, he has that 400 ticket was four dollars like a year ago yeah like it's insane like yeah. t swift is at least like you know had multiple number one hits and it's like okay you're seeing you know the hottest show in America, like Matt Rife is like, and I think he's hilarious. I would, I would love to see him, but it's like, this man was like, no one knew who he was six months ago. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point is like, as much as I, so I'm kind of anti Taylor Swift. I don't like, sure. I don't, I don't hate her, but I like, I hate the idea of her kind of, sure. If that makes sense. Like I hate the obsession with her maybe. Yeah. Uh, And I know I'm probably insulting a lot of people that are listening, but, but at this point, like I can't stand Taylor Swift and it's nothing against her personally. (laughs) Actually, it is a little bit against her personally because she has problems with relationships. And then, you know, I would hate to be like one of her boyfriends or ex-boyfriends and have to deal with the repercussions of like you break up and it's probably her fault. And then she makes a whole album just shitting on you and just makes like billions of dollars off of you. But anyways, cut to the chase here. I forgot what I was going to say about Taylor Swift. Oh, yeah. As much as I despise Taylor Swift, she, she is like a legend. Right. Like she is probably yeah. like on the Mount Rushmore of female like uh, musicians, like musicians or performers or whatever you want to call it. Like she's probably on the Mount Rushmore of females. <laughs> so like I can't I understand why tickets would be expensive, but right. how expensive for how many shows she's doing. It's not like she's doing like a retirement tour and this is like she's doing only five That's more true. shows for the rest of her career. Like people are freaking out about these concerts and like I just don't understand. Yeah. And could you imagine yeah, being like 
one of the boyfriends or husbands that gets dragged along on one of these things. Dude. So I, I didn't really tell my T Swift story. Like, so I got yeah, tickets. For, like, so, you know, it was a, like a complete like crapshoot to get tickets. And Sophie and I were both trying to get tickets because she really wanted to go. And I knew that Sophie was going to go regardless of whether we got tickets or not. She was going to buy in secondary if, if she didn't get them. And so I was like, crap, like that's going to be way too expensive. And if it's way too expensive, I'm going to have to go with her. And I knew that if I could get tickets, she could convince some of her friends to go at that cheaper price. Because no one else would pay the price that she was going to no pay. No one else was going to pay like 400 bucks to go see Taylor Swift. Like er, okay. none of our friends were going to. Just sure. Because and, and she has some big Swifty friends that don't live in Chicago. And so it's like they'd have to fly to Chicago and then sure. buy the tickets. And so, like, you, so you had internal motivation to get the better deals. So I, was, so I was the one who was able to get the tickets because I was like, okay, I'll drive them there yeah, or, and pick them up. And I want them to have reasonable price tickets. I was like, if I had, if I had to go, that'd be fine. Like, I don't mind paying a hundred dollars to go see Taylor Swift. Like I would do that. Um, I'm not, even, I'm not a Swifty. I'm not anti-Swifty. I'm very, very neutral, but I did not want to have to pay $400 to go see Taylor Swift. And for my fiance to go pay $400 to go see Taylor Swift. So I yeah. tried my damn hardest to, uh, to get yeah. four tickets for, for Sophie and her friends. And, and then we'll, uh, we got them and three friends came and, uh, they had a great time at Taylor Swift. That's good. That's good. And I'm, yeah. th those are the stories I like to hear. Like I got nothing against people that love Taylor Swift. Like it's your own preference and you going to like see your favorite artist or whatever perform. That's amazing. Like that makes me happy that people can make themselves happy. But like me, you couldn't catch me dead at a Taylor Swift concert. It it does uh make me my 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 uh soul hurt a little bit though when it's like we could have sold those probably for like 400 bucks a piece and they like were bad tickets but still you know yeah probably easily for that easily yeah 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 that's tough that's a tough pill to swallow but at the same time you, you know you got to do what you got to do yeah like i'd probably pay what's the most amount like what would be the what would be the greatest sporting event thing that you could go to is it like a game seven of the nba finals Game seven, Wolves versus Jimmy Butler. Okay. So that's the ideal sporting event for you in this era. What about yeah. like a Viking Super Bowl? That would be number two. I mean, yeah, I, I just I think a game – I just care more about the Wolves than, than the Vikings, but it's it's one and two. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. So what is the most amount of money that you pay for a ticket to one of these occasions? Dude, right. It, oh, my God, dude. I don't know as much expendable income as I had for a game seven wolves. <laughs> like, like, I'm like not even kidding, man. Like, yeah. Like you would call your financial advisor. Whatever. Like, how much I'm money? Sorry. I have in my bank account. Yeah. Like, you're like, how much money do I have? And, and make room for more, please. Realistically, if. Mm, I'm, I'm, I'm so like my favorite artist, like I'm like complaining about, like I wouldn't pay $300 to go see him. Um, I would pay much more than that to see like a game seven to Wolves, like like that NBA championship. Yeah, I feel like five hundred dollars is my limit. I would not pay more than five hundred dollars to see anything. I think part of my thing with sports, though, is I just in my lifetime, I don't know if the Wolves would ever get back to the NBA championship or the Vikings would make the Super Bowl again. Like not even because I just don't think that they're. It's like like it I, it just doesn't happen much for teams to make the you know the the championship. Especially shitty teams like the Wolves and the yeah, Minnesota I mean, Vikings. I don't know, like, they're they're both on the up and up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not they're not championship bound. Just like my favorite teams, I guess that's a good point. Like if the Chicago Bears make the Super Bowl, or if the Oregon the Ducks Bears, make the national championship, the Bears have won the Super Bowl. You know, it's a little different. Not in my lifetime, though. Okay, they've been like, in it. Like eighty-five is a long time ago, dude. Yeah. That's 12 years before I was even born. Beginning of the planet's a long time too, man. Yeah, that's true too. Like the, the start of the sport. <laughs> so, okay, yeah. so you got Bears and then would Rays be your second? Yeah, I mean, my number one, my number one, honestly, would probably be Bears Super Bowl. Okay. My number, and this, this isn't even like my ranking of favorite teams though, which is kind of weird, but like a Super Bowl, I feel like is a bigger deal. Yeah, most of yeah the for sure. It's, it's, it's different. Yeah. And then like probably an Oregon Ducks national championship. Mm, okay. I didn't see that coming. And then a Rays world series, you know, game seven or whatever, but it's just like a series is, is hard to put above those other two. Cause it's a series. Yeah. I just think a game seven would be so, so much fun, but. It would be fun, but could you imagine paying like a so much money 
So they go to one of those games, and then your team loses. Yeah, I, I think about that a lot. <laughs> that would be devastating. Yeah, yeah. That was like this podcast that I listened to. They had this guy that's like a diehard Eagles fan. And then this other guy that had this huge future on the Eagles. So he put like eight grand on the Eagles at the start of the year. And if the Eagles won the Super Bowl, he would make like 250K. So he basically said to this Eagles fan, who's like a producer or whatever, he's like, I will buy you a ticket to the Super Bowl. It was like six grand or seven grand. And he's like, I'll buy you the ticket. And if the Eagles win and my future cashes, you will not have to pay me back. But if the Eagles lose and my future doesn't cash, you have to pay me back for the ticket. And he went, and obviously the Eagles lost, so he owed this guy like seven grand. But it's like, bad math. <laughs> I, I, I feel like I would take that risk where at least like if they win, you have the chance like of going to that game for free. Like You can't turn that opportunity down. I don't know. Uh, okay, the big math guy. You're the odds guy. What's going through your head right now? I, he should have cashed out early. I think. I think he could have. I mean, I think he. Oh, I was 100 cashed out. I think that the, that's what I would guy? do, and then overpay. I think that that's the better move. But sure, I mean, yeah. I guess oh yeah. If I was the if I was the guy that had the future, I would definitely hedge. I would definitely cash out early. Yes. In this situation, I'm talking about the Eagles fan. Like if you're in the position of you're the Vikings fan and this super rich guy says, I have this future on the Vikings. I'll let you go to the game. If the Vikings win, you don't owe me for the ticket. If the Vikings lose, you have to pay me back seven grand. Are you taking that? That's okay. Yeah. I think I would do that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I would too. Yeah. It would be kind of fun to like have that there. And then I would almost like without telling the guy, maybe I would put like a huge bet on the other team. Oh, for sure. Just yeah. balance it out, and I'm sure yeah. he probably did that, no. you know. And then just like yeah. they play it out like they're all like devastated and shit. And I just I can't believe it because like it's a no brainer to just go put five grand on the Chiefs at that point to like win the Super mm-hmm. Bowl, right? And yeah, that, right. I think that's more what I was thinking about. Was just I think there's a better way to do that, but yeah, yeah, of course there's a better way to do it. But I think for like the just like the show and like the entertainment factor, it would be dumb if like they both just come out as winners. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But I don't know. That stuff is. Yeah, fine. I, I for sure would pay like in the future. Future Craig would definitely pay seven grand to have a, a Wolves championship. Uh, too. That's a lot of money, dude. I don't even have seven grand in my name right now. I don't no, play. I don't. I don't right now either. But like you know, like I would. But I make it happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you make it happen. I get that. Uh, speaking of talking about pop culture, I've I've just like randomly screenshotted or like put in my notes app like things I wanted to bring up with you whenever I see it. Um, and one of the things I wanted to talk about is this Victor Wembayana. Uh, so for those of you that don't know, Victor Wembayana is this French kid. He's like, what is he, 17 years old? He's older than that. 18? He's this guess. young French kid. He's like seven foot three, 225 pounds. Like he's really thin. He's really tall. How much? How old is he? 19 and a half. 19 and a half. Almost 20 years old. But he's young. He's like this freak. He's like the best NBA prospect since LeBron James. So that's a little history lesson for those of you that don't know. He was picked number one overall by the San Antonio Spurs. And then like almost immediately after going to the NBA, he gets in this controversy with Britney Spears out of all people. For like she accuses him of slapping her in the face. His bodyguard. It wasn't him. Oh, I thought she accused him of slapping her in the face. No, it was his bodyguard. Oh, well, Victor Wambayana shouldn't be held accountable for bodyguards. Yeah, no, no, he doesn't. She probably got too close for comfort, and then they defended him. That's like they're doing their job. She said she was a huge, like, Victor and Spurs fan, and so, like, went up to him, and, like, the bodyguard didn't know who she was and slapped her. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, damn. Yeah, that's that's tough. Where do you stand on this this, uh, situation, then? Are you team Victor Wambayana or or team Britney Spears? I don't know. Yeah, I kind of... Uh, free Britney. That's that's I'm not team free Britney. Team free Britney. No, that's the easy way out, dude. I'm team Victor Wembayana's bodyguard. She's just I would a say fan. anybody that comes close, you can't you can't sit there and turn around and like process who's running at your guy. You got to just react, and he reacted, and I respect that. But at the same time, you cannot you can't hit women, so don't hit women. It's like of all the people, like I don't know if Britney Spears is like physically imposing enough to like scare me as a bodyguard. Yeah, I don't. But I, I'm just gonna believe that he didn't know that it was like a woman that was coming at him. Maybe it was just like he saw like a yeah. flash of a person. And I don't know. Victor Wembanyama is like blown up, obviously, in popularity over the past like couple months. 
but that's a tough position for everybody everybody to be in you know you never like victor wambayana it's like he's like a racehorse right and britney spears everyone knows don't sneak up on a racehorse from behind and she did that <laughs> and next thing you know got the boot from the from the uh ne- next thing you know victor has a bad game one in the nba nba summer league he had a bad game in, in game one and then all the britney spears twitter accounts for attacking him shitting all over him so that was a tough scene from from my guy victor wambayana um Okay, question here. I got this tweet. Uh, this guy tweeted, just saw an adult drinking a beer at a 16U tournament baseball game at noon on a Wednesday. The optics aren't good. How do you feel about that tweet? What are your thoughts? Yeah, it's tough. I don't know. I mean, do you think it's, I guess my question is, do you think it's okay to drink at a youth baseball game at, on noon on a Wednesday? I feel like it's, I don't know. One way I answer, I'm a hater. The other way I answer, I'm an alcoholic. Like I don't um, know. You just answer with your true feelings. I think it's a I think it's a bad look. I think like if it was one thing, if it was with like all his buddies and it was like a Saturday night and they had a beer, I would be okay with it. But like if you're drinking at like noon on a Wednesday, I just I hope he's okay. I don't know. That's my thought, and I hope that the kid's okay too. There's another good example of us not seeing eye to eye because I'm full, I'm fully team have a beer at your your son's baseball game. This guy is probably at some some expensive travel team baseball game. He just was sitting at this game. It's like probably 95 degrees. He's watching his kid who probably sucks play baseball. Like I completely understand why he wanted to just crack a beer, enjoy the game. Like I went to this game baseball game. Uh, it was my residency program director's son, and this was a good baseball game. Like these kids were good, solid players, but they're. Uh, I feel like he's like gonna be a freshman in high school, maybe eighth grade. So it was that grade level, and I went to the game to like support her and you know watch her son. And it was in Council Bluffs, which is like thirty minutes from me. So I was like, heck yeah! Like I want to see her. I want to go. I was at this game and I like looked at her after like the first or second inning and I was just like it was it was probably Saturday at like 1 p.m. maybe two. And I looked at her I was just like, man, I probably should have bought like a cooler of beers. Like, is it socially acceptable to drink beers here? And she was just like, I don't think so. <laughs> and I was just like, okay, then I'm glad I didn't bring a cooler of beers. And she's like, I wouldn't care, but like I think it would be weird if you just like started cracking beers at two o'clock on this eighth grade baseball game. So. Okay, David, this is a weird instance, but I think you've convinced me. I almost cracked a beer open last or two Sundays ago at a Cubs game at like two in the afternoon. I, I be, I'm team crack open a beer. Well, yeah, obviously you're at a Cubs game. You're gonna drink. A no, beer no, but, but but I don't think it's any like as long as like I'm not like like you know we're not like sloppy drunk. Like I think it's fine. I think the controversy is the age level that you're watching. So why is it acceptable to drink at a Cubs game, watching professionals? But not acceptable at a 16U game, or or a 15U or whatever it might be. Why? What? Where's the? Where's the discrepancy? Yeah, I don't know. I guess it's setting a bad example is a is the counter argument. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I, I think well, you can also teach. I'm, I think as long as he's being responsible, I don't have a problem with it. I think. Yeah, like right. I'm not saying you get like belligerent drunk. That's obviously yeah, not acceptable. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm thinking of like goodwill hunting where they're like drinking like getting wasted at like a drinking out of paper bags. You know, like. What scene of Goodwill Hunting is that? It's like one of the opening scenes. They're doing it. Oh, okay. Then they go get in the fight at the the basketball park. Dude, I think you're thinking of like West Side Story. <laughs> <laughs> I swear it's in Goodwill Hunting. I love Goodwill Hunting. But anyways, all right. I saw this other tweet. I wanted to get your thoughts on. Pick your brain. You borrowed fifty dollars from a friend. Okay, so imagine it's me. It's Ben Schultz. It's one of your close friends. You borrowed fifty dollars from a friend, and played the lottery. And he won eighty million dollars. How much are you giving your friend? I give you fifty bucks. You go play the lottery. You win eighty million. How much are you giving me back? Two mil. All right. Yeah, I'll take two mil. That's a nice answer. I think, yeah. I think I don't know. I, I, I think half is absurd, and I think nothing is absurd. And I don't know. I think two million. Yeah, I was probably going to say fifty bucks. Just give your fifty bucks back. <laughs> I'm not giving you any money to go bet on the lottery. Yeah, but you're nicer than me, so that's that's a nice answer. I appreciate that. I'll take I'll take two mil. I would probably say realistically. Okay. Probably. I'd say like five hundred thousand. That's like yeah. my answer. Five hundred thousand to a million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Two two mil. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's like thanks for the fifty bucks, but like it's my luck, not your luck. 
Yeah. And now you still and, make like and a And you product. also made yeah. yeah. Like you still have a great investment. And like realistically, you won't have to tell me that you made 80 million. You could tell me that you made a million and you're giving me half and I would think you're the greatest friend in the world. Yeah. Cuz it's not usually like public information how much you win from a lottery, right? I don't know. I, don't, I know the Powerball is, but I don't think most lotteries are the Powerball. I feel like most non-Powerball lotteries aren't going to be 80 mil. No. For sure not. I think I'm gonna start playing the lottery. I always, <laughs> used, I always used to be, I always used to be against it, but now that I'm actually out in the working force, like I'm trying to get out ASAP, and I think playing the lottery might be my key to victory. I've got nothing, man. Like just, I know it, you're a numbers guy and a probability guy. So you're yeah, you're not. That's not the way to get out, man. I'm just, I'm just saying. You don't think so? <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, but think how sweet it would be if you won. It'd be pretty sweet. I feel like you're just chasing that high for your whole life. I think what's tough, though, too, is like, okay, $80 million is like for sure life-changing money. But you're the type of guy that's like, then you're going to get taxed on probably half no, of that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you know, I know like, you're going to say I that. Don't know. Like, I don't know. If you win $20 million, like, that's probably still like life-changing money. But at the end of the day, like, if it's... 10 million like yeah you're gonna buy a way nicer house and stuff and things are gonna be great but like does it change your life that much it depends on how you use it i think if you blow it all on like material items which i definitely would yeah. then it's not smart and it's yeah. not that life-changing it, it, it can buy you a lot of shiny things but like you still, like we are gonna our generation is gonna live to like 100 and like healthcare is expensive and i will not live till i'm 100 but... there's no way in hell i'm living till i'm 100 Doctors are going to carry us through to the grave, David. Dude, there's no doctor in the world, not even Dr. House, could get my ass to 100. <laughs> With my lifestyle. Speaking of that, dude, that remember my uh, New Year's resolution, going to the gym? Yeah, how's that going? So decent. Did, like The actual like me going to the gym part is going well. Okay, so I've done a good job of going. There's been you know some weeks when I only go twice or three times. So those have been disappointing weeks for sure. But I'm changing my strategy. I think I'm going to be done or minimize the amount of weights that I'm lifting and I'm going to focus more on cardio. Mm. So I've been lifting weights for, I started February 1st and now it's July. So five months and I That's haven't seen, good. I haven't seen much, many results. Uh, I think weight wise, I'm like net neutral because I'm putting on muscle, but I think I'm going to start doing cardio and be cardio heavy and seeing if that gets me in better lung health, better cardiovascular health, lose some weight. Like that's what I'm more concerned about now than being like shredded. I'd rather just like be more cut than shredded. Okay. So I'm like ripping the stair stepper. I'm ripping the bike. I'm ripping the, the treadmill. But like I don't know if when I'm on the tre when I'm on the stair stepper, like am I gonna get off and just have like a Kim K ass? Or am I gonna be in better <laughs> Like my legs burn so bad and like my glutes burn. Like, am I doing the right stuff? I don't know. Maybe I need to hire a personal trainer. I think you should just go run, go run five miles. That, that'll do it for you. Dude, I can't, I have tried to run and I just can't run. Like I get so, so dead. I can't do it. Like the longest I've gone is two miles. When does this quote unquote runner's high kick in? Cause I really need some runners. High. <laughs> Slow it down a little bit and then you'll, then you'll hit it. You think slow it down? Yeah. Maybe I'm maybe I'm sprinting too fast. I think I think you're going too fast. You played football and basketball where you're those are sprinting things where you're you're you know you're you're going fast for short amounts of time and you recover and I'd slow it down. But the amount of the my thought process is, and I think you're right and I agree with you, but my thought process while I'm running is like I usually run for a distance versus like a time. So if I'm running for a distance, the faster I run, the faster I can get it over with. I, I so agree with you. It sucks. I'm like hauling ass down the street, and then I just like am dying. Like my lungs are burning. It feels like the devil is pissing down into my lungs. I can't breathe. My knees start hurting. They're like they get sore, and my left knee gets inflamed and painful. My back starts hurting because I'm like probably running with like hunchback of Notre Dame posture. Like it's a problem. So maybe I do need to slow it down. I don't know. The the issue is though is if you slow it down too much, then you get bored. 
Yeah, I'm so, definitely. I'm already bored. Like I hate running. So boring. Yeah. So we got to play basketball again. But one thing that I've noticed that helps uh, with the boredom is I listen to a podcast while I do cardio. If I try to listen to music or do nothing, there's no way yeah. I can do it. I get so I'm, bored. I'm, I'm just dead. I'm sick of it. I have this this uh, buddy Steve. He he list he runs like ten to fifteen miles, and listens to nothing. He has no headphones in. Oh He's my just, god. That is a red flag. That is a red flag. That's psycho behavior. Yeah. I've told him that. I'm like, dude, you need to be in a straitjacket because that is psycho. He is a serial killer. Yeah. He's a serial killer. He probably runs and leaves and kisses his fiance on the forehead and says, I'll see you in a couple hours. I'm going to go run 15 miles. Murders 10 people along the way (laughs) and comes back. And she's like, you forgot your headphones, honey. He's like, no, I had enough entertainment on the way. Thank you, though. You know? (laughs) Yeah, nice guy, but maybe he's covering something up. Uh, I need to meet this guy. Actually, I don't want to meet him because um, I'm scared now. Yeah, keep your distance. Steve's a dangerous man. <laughs> His name's Steve, too. That's just like a serial killer. Name. Yeah, yeah, that is a serial killer name. Um, but yeah, you got to listen to like, I, I think listening to podcasts has helped me for sure. Speaking of basketball, though, uh, I bought a basketball on Amazon and I shot hoops three times now three different occasions where I've gone like to the like outside basketball court around uh it's like next to the gym that I go to for our apartment. Yeah. They have a full court basketball court. So I just been like shooting hoops on there and like I am broke. My jumper is broke. And I just forgot like how long it's been since I've like played basketball. It's been like 3 years, 4 years. That's what you should do, man. Just do some do, do some shooting drills. Like do that for your cardio. You jump, you run. You're not going to be bored. I know, but what if I like explode my ACL again? Do you do you think it is it is it that weak still? Like, a, is that how that works? I don't think <laughs> I don't it's know. weak. I don't think it's weak, but I don't think it really was ever weak, and it just like That's fair. ripped apart like a string cheese, you know? Like, yeah, uh, I hate injuries. Yeah, so I'm trying to avoid injuries at all costs. But like sometimes, you know, I'll just I was like shooting around a little bit, and I just be like, I gotta move, and I'll just get a rebound, and, like do a full court. Like fast break by myself, do a layup, full court fast break back to the other hoop that I was shooting at, and then just like shoot again and just like get like a little intermix some cardio in there, you know. Yeah. But if you ever come visit, we'll we'll shoot some hoops because it's it's okay. been a while since you and I have hooped together. Yeah. I've been I've been starting to play about once a week, so that's been good for me. But you playing indoors or outdoors? Indoors, yeah. Good for you. Just be safe. Stretch. <laughs> Yeah, no, you're gonna be scared about my ACLs. Don't be scared. Don't let the don't let the uh, fear of injuring yourself get in the way of you playing. I think the fear is one of the main reasons why like it, people can get hurt. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that for sure. But uh, make sure you stretch and just don't put bad vibes into the atmosphere. Because I believe right before I tore my ACL, like I literally said out loud, I'm probably gonna get injured today. So don't say that because your words are powerful. And they can do a lot of things. So if you speak it into existence, it's going to happen. And that's probably the biggest mistake that I made. Number one biggest mistake was playing in that auxiliary gym with a bunch of Mormons on a dusty-ass floor. Number two was not stretching. And number three was uh, speaking that into existence, saying I'm probably going to get hit. <laughs> there you have it, folks. And that's why he's peaked in college. <laughs> yeah, that's why I peaked in college. Post-ACL is when I've been trajectory downhill ever since then. I, I, I do think, though, that basketball for me is the best workout that I can have. I just, I just get bored running. Um, and so at least I can do it for a long period of time and get cardio. So Basketball is an amazing workout. I think like just running up and down the floor is an amazing workout. Yeah. You don't see a lot of guys that like – you do see fat guys playing basketball, but like if you don't see a lot of fat guys that are trying hard playing basketball. Like right. yeah. guys that are playing competitive pickup basketball are in good shape. And they're also like super quick. Like if they actually like are like good, like they're really good. Who are the fat guys? Yeah. Yeah. Like fat guys find a way to be successful and they're quick. Yeah. They're quick on their but feet. There's not many of them. There's not many of them. Like most no, of the fat guys. There's so. not many. Yeah. Most of them aren't very agile, but there's some. They're agile. There's, yeah, for sure. Yeah. They got skinny legs and skinny feet, just a fat <laughs> belly. <laughs> kind of like me these days. But I don't know. What else you got, Craig? Should we wrap it up? Uh, yeah, that sounds good. We've been going for a while. This has been fun, though. 
Yeah, it's been good. It's it's, it's had a nice flow to it. It's good. To, it's always good to be back. It's always good to see your face, hear your voice. Uh, you know, hopefully the fans think the same way, but uh, we'll see what happens. But uh, <laughs> not that they'll stop listening and it'll just be us. Yeah, that's fine. I'm still going to be putting the videos out there, and and whether people want to listen or not, that's up to them. But this has been. Uh, do you have any final words before I close this out? Nope. Just uh, don't any trust well, any <laughs> any well wishes for the for the fans. Um, happy, uh, summer solstice was maybe a couple weeks ago. So happy belated summer solstice. Yeah. <laughs> or like, uh, the 4th of July or something. More yeah, or, or, I guess 4th of July. Yeah. <laughs> 4th of July is a great holiday. It's fun. Summer so. solstice. This guy, the first thing that pops into his head is summer. Solstice. It wasn't the first thing. Happy summer league. Uh, go wolves. Yeah. All right. Happy summer league. Happy baseball season. Uh, we're in the dog days of summer. Go Rays. Uh, everybody be rooting for the Rays this weekend against the, the Kansas City Royals or the Kansas shitty Royals, as some people say. Um, I'll be out there. Keep your eyes peeled for me. I'll be the one of the only guys in the stadium wearing Rays gear. So hopefully I don't get jumped or shot or killed. But most people out there, I, I'm sure, at the Royals games will not be uh, – crazy fans because they are the second worst team in major league baseball if you missed that from earlier so uh you can't be too bitter for some for other people rooting for other teams because your team is absolutely garbage so uh this has been another successful episode of peaked in college episode 24 to be exact shout out kobe bryant shout out kenyon barner do you have any number 24s that you want to shout out nope all right there it is kobe <laughs> bryant kenyon barner those are my guys uh, number 24 shout out you guys thank you craig thank you fans love you guys thanks for listening thanks david <laughs>